Hello, I'm Coach Pav, and you're listening to Pavcast, and this episode is my beginner's guide to using a power meter. It's more common than not to see cyclists using power meters to measure, monitor, analyze, plan and predict their training. The price of good power meters is now more affordable than ever and it makes total sense to add one to your bike setup if you're not already using one. Having said that, how can you ensure you've got the basics sorted and have it set up correctly? Discuss today. Setting up your power meter. Setting up your Wahoo or similar device, including data screens. Using your power meter including pacing and data analysis, plus resources for a more in-depth look at training with a power meter. Setting up your power meter. There's too many different types of power meter, pedal, crank, hub, etc. to explain how to install yours. If you're not a great bike mechanic, definitely get your local bike shop to help. Pedal-based power meters are a great option for those of multiple bikes, and you should really be able to remove and install them yourself. The only other, but probably most often messed up factor to mention here, is to remember to zero offset or calibrate your power meter before every ride, and or in line with the manufacturer's recommendations. This will ensure your data is accurate every ride. Setting up your Wahoo or similar device. This is a little more complex and might vary between devices. Essentially, I'd recommend that you ensure that any smart recording option is turned off, and that your device doesn't include zeros in cadence measurements, but does in power. There's a judgment call on this, so whatever you do decide, just ensure that all your data is consistent. If you have multiple devices, different power meters and so on, ensure they are all set up the same. This will encourage more consistency in your data. Data screens. What you see on your device while training is going to either make training a heck of a lot easier or a heck of a lot harder. This is another call where you might want something else visible than what I suggest, but this is a great start. First, forget current power or actual power, as this fluctuates far too much to concentrate on and follow. Three second average power is usually the best and combine this with total average for your ride and or interval training too. You will then want to see all of the other performance indicators you need for your training. The data I recommend you see on your Wahoo device includes three second power average, workout average, heart rate, cadence, workout time, time of day, and distance. You might also want a second screen with some climbing info. Personally, I don't like this as the accuracy of elevation on cycling computers is usually quite poor, but some seem to enjoy that. What you will definitely want is a screen for intervals, your lap screen. Essentially, take all of my mentioned data points, but for the current lap only. That way, when you start your intervals, you're only concerned with the data for that interval, and that will make it a lot easier to follow. Using your power meter. Pacing. If you're indoors, you've got it easy. Firstly, when you're starting to learn to use your power meter, turn ERG mode off. ERG mode will aim to keep your power constant by changing the resistance in line with your cadence. This won't help you learn to pace with your power meter, so turn it off. Pedaling in a smooth, circular manner is how you will start to learn how to keep that power smooth. Don't worry, it takes most people a while to get it right. Once you've got it right, you can turn ERG mode back on, but only for low intensity sessions, ones where you can watch Netflix while you go. Pacing to power outside is a totally different beast. 
Intervals will be your friend here, regardless of if your prescribed training has intervals in it. You'll find that there are just too many influences on your power to be able to pace effectively all the time. As soon as you get stuck in traffic, hit a descent, or get a tailwind, it can be really tricky to keep that power up. Similarly, as soon as you hit a hill or need to apply some additional power, you will struggle to keep your power down. In these situations, I recommend to my clients to simply press the lap button once they're ready to get started with the main session goal again. Don't worry, pacing to power outside is something that takes even longer to learn. The main thing is to not get too stressed by this and to look at the bigger picture. Data analysis. Data analysis software, such as Pillar or Training Peaks, has made viewing all the data you've collected from your training and events easy. Again, it will help to ensure that you have your accounts set up correctly. If you're my client, I will do this for you. If not, just take some time to work through the settings and ensure it's all correct. Essentially, what I tend to see the most is athletes not having the correct functional threshold power, FTP, inputted into their settings. This creates quite a lot of work to fix. Lastly, you will also want to make life a little easier when completing and uploading your training. This can be automated in both directions, so you can complete your training session on your device and then send data from your device to your analysis software. It's different for most devices and can be done for other software, such as Zwift. Simply ensure that your accounts are all linked together and it should happen on its own. If it doesn't, or stops after a while, simply disconnect your accounts, then reconnect. If this doesn't fix it, reach out to the platform directly for help. Resources for a more in-depth look at training with a power meter. If you're looking for more information on training with a power meter, I have three main suggestions. The Guide to Truly Effective Cycling, which was written by me and is available on Amazon in most locations. Training and Racing with a Power Meter, written by Hunter Allen and Andrew Coggan. And the Power Meter Handbook, written by Joe Friel. If you want more information on any data analysis software, both Pillar and Training Peaks have excellent help pages. And that concludes my podcast on a beginner's guide to using a power meter. If you're listening on my website, you'll be able to find links to further resources in the blog below. And if you're listening on my podcast, please feel free to check out coachpath.com for more information. If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share this with your friends and leave me a like or a comment depending on where you are. Thanks, my name is Coach Pav. You've been listening to Pavcast and have an awesome day.